Hey everyone, welcome back to a new series we're starting called Saturday Night Happy Hour, where basically we're going to recap what came out this week and just pretty much sit here and have a couple bevs and bullshit our way through life and talk about what's going on. I've got my two friends, two close family members, because I'm adopted myself to your family. He's our uh, child. We got Grevin and Christina on the opposite mic. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Um, in case you missed it this last week, two episodes came out. Well, actually, one came out the week before, but I'm going to throw it in there. Uh, episode 8, Basically Content with Sarah. Um, go check it out because that gives you a different perspective on what it's, life to, what it's like to live a simple life and just be happy that way. And then part 3 of the Ghost podcast came out. And I promise eventually we're going to get to where Kate tells her backstory about growing up in Eureka Springs and how haunted that place is. So be on the lookout next week for that. Um, but yeah, we're going to just dive right into it. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you, sir? Grevin, I see you're still alive. Barely. <laughs> Struggling through. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about earlier? Buttholes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Christina, fascination <laughs> with buttholes. Why? Love buttholes. I don't know. Some may refer to them as balloon knots. <laughs> they do look like balloon knots. <laughs> I've never actually seen a butthole, so... What do you mean? Uh, You've never looked at your own butthole? No. Grevin, have you ever looked at your own butthole? No. His is covered wow, in this is weird. bunny fluff. Bunny f- What the fuck? Should I tell... Should- you kind of already did. Yeah, okay. you already threw them under the bus. Well, well you know how men have body hair, right? Oh, very nice. I love body hair. I call that my taint mohawk. Well, I call it the your, bunny tail. Your talk, if you will. <laughs> talk. Because you got the nice curvature of the butt, and then where the butthole should be is just an extra longer fluff of hair. Yours is fluffy? Mine's like... He's very fluffy. Apparently, I'm fluffy. He's fluffy. Hmm, it's that's not, interesting. It's, it's good. Females, I well, I can't speak for all females, but I like body hair. You she like likes body butt hair. hair. I, I, <laughs> she likes not particular. That was just interesting. Asterisk, prefer butthole hair. <laughs> I do like body hair. I'm in. Um, well, it's family. I. This is gonna. I'm just gonna throw. Grevin, I'm joining you under the bus. Um, my I call it my butthole, my taint mohawk, because it's long enough to where even when my legs are together. It sticks out about two inches. <laughs> I just picture a mohawk down there. I'm that, curious. Do you have straight body hair? It's pretty straight. Really? This is super curly. Uh, no, don't show me that. What do you mean? <laughs> it was just my chest. <laughs> Pulls down his shirt and shows his no ragrets. Look at this. <laughs> my no ragrets tattoo. You, you no ragrets tattoo. <laughs> that was such a good movie. What does it say? I've never. You know, never. Yeah. I've never seen it. I mean, I've probably seen it, but I've, I've showed never... it to you before. I, my brain doesn't. It work. says absent from reality. Remember? No regrets. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which don't you have? I have one. Tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's right above my dick. Oh. <laughs> Boner garage. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's right above Christina's. <laughs> Christina's dick. It says five dollar foot long. um so the funny thing happened today i keep leaning against the mic leaning away from the mic whatever um so dalton i'm gonna throw you under the bus if you're listening i'm sorry we're just gonna roast people 
Um, I told you the story about Dalton's dildo party. Dildo party. Yes. And to set that story up, just so Dalton's not too embarrassed, his girlfriend went to a sex education class, got paid for it. Basically, sex ed, AIDS awareness, stuff like that. And she sends him, I kid you not, because you didn't see the photo. It was just one of those suction cup dildos, but it was about a foot and a half long, <laughs> about two inches in diameter. One of those, one of those, uh, mom in the sock drawer dildos. <laughs> yeah, straight up, like forty-year-old. Hey, it's a hot dog in a hallway situation. <laughs> um, don't give me that look, Christina. You're on your way. Um, so. What had happened was he gets that picture, he laughs, completely forgets about it. And with our job, he was demoing something on his phone and he forgot it was there. And so when he went to his messages, that was the first image that popped up. And he quickly had to swipe and was like, whoop. And I think that was the funniest part because he knew he fucked up. <laughs> um, but we've. Was I, it an old lady? I think it was. I think it was an elderly She's couple. Probably like that looks like what I got at home. One thing that pissed me off though about all that was the unrealistic ex- expectations that the class was setting. When was the last time you saw a foot and a half dick? Like that would be painful. Why? Like why? Like get. Uh, that's no. offensive to men. I don't have a foot and a half dick. Negative. I would consider myself average for the American white male, maybe. <laughs> I hope. I would hope so. Busts out the ruler. <laughs> Google. How big is a dick? <laughs> Have you ever... Oh, God, no. Okay, I've done that before. Measured it? Well, yeah. Googled it. I think every man's measured his own penis. I've measured his... I've, I've never... Okay, she did. She measured it. Okay, at some point, your dick in your life has been measured. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, But no, I've actually looked up averages just to see where I was at. When I was like 16, I was like, you know what? I wonder how I'm doing. I have a small penis. Yeah, I immediately found Do out I that I was one? below average am I, am and started average? crying. Help. And then I started doing comedy, so. I thought you were going to say cocaine. <laughs> God, my dick's so small, I gotta get high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. That's the dick story of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dick story. When are you going to do music again? <laughs> All right, that answered that question. <laughs> that answers that question. <laughs> Dude, did you see the box off number uh, the box office predictions for Black Panther? I imagine it's pretty big. It said it was supposed to close today at an estimated 75 million. When did it come out? Friday? Yes. Like that's insane to me and it said by the Wars get ooh not sure look it up real quick while I banter um it was we looked at it 50 shades to put in perspective 50 shades 50 shades closed at 5 million and it was number 2 on the list so to close at 75 million is absolutely insane i was planning on going to see it tonight but everything was sold out because apparently everybody and their dogs watching that movie. Well, I don't think that's going to be the biggest ever. 
Star Wars: The Last Jedi opened with 104 million in the first day. Jesus, was that global or U.S.? If it tells you, um, I could see global being 100. What'd you say, 104? 104.7 million on Friday, which was when it came out. Okay, I wonder if that was U.S. It's then. The second highest opening day of all time. Jesus, what was the first? Does it say? Uh, first highest opening doesn't say no. Not um, in this article. But they are predicting Black Panther beating out Avengers. Uh, but like the Force Awakens was 248 million uh, the first weekend. Wow. So I mean that's a good number. Seventy whatever what was seventy five million. Seventy five million. That's a good number for day one, but it's not the biggest. It may just be the biggest Marvel. One of the yeah, that was what they were talking about. Because I saw I was watching a review, there's um the kind of funny guys on YouTube are doing a Marvel in review. Basically starting from I think January tenth, the week of January tenth, if you watched every Marvel movie, one a week. Um, the last one you would watch was Black Panther, and then the week after Black Panther, Infinity War comes out. So they've been doing one a week reviewing. Why is your sock inside out? I don't. That's what I was just. Sorry. <laughs> is that what you're going into? <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting there talking all serious, and I look down. I was like, my motherfucking sock is inside out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're doing a. So they're doing one a week, and one of the crazy, crazy statistics I saw. Avengers was of all time gross. Avengers, I think, was number four of movies of all time, and Iron Man three was number like eight. Iron Man three had a big opening. I know that's what I don't remember it being that big. Like I honestly don't even remember the storyline of that movie. I fell asleep. That's the one where he gets. Started. That's the one where he gets attacked at his house, right, with the rockets. Is that where the house blows up? Yeah. Yeah, and he has to go off the grid for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, that one was bad. That was the badass one because that was when he had all the suits yeah. fighting. Yeah, yeah. That, I remember that part. I don't remember why. Who was the bad guy? Wasn't it a chick? No, it was a guy. It was a guy with the electric arms, right? That no. was number two. Was number I did two. watch That's that That's the one I fell asleep before it started. Yeah, number three, it was like some guy that turned into pure energy or something yes, like that. Yes, that's what it was. I don't remember his name. I'm not. A, they fought at I'm that. I'm just yeah, not a Marvel okay. buff. I like the movies, but I'm just... I'm a nerd, but not... I'm not either. I'm not really either. I just don't like superheroes. Um, I will say, hands down, other than a few, like independent films, Marvel's putting out the best movies right now. I mean, every Uh, everybody and their dog is going out to see Marvel. Yeah, but I think it's because everybody and their dog is trying to be trendy. I don't necessarily think they're the best movies. I think everybody and their dog is like, hey. Everybody else likes this. I gotta like it too. I have because yet... I like them. Don't get me wrong. They're they're good movies. They're not top notch. The best movie I've ever seen. None of them. None none of them have impressed me. Like I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm not even really impressed with them. Right. You know what I mean. My like, thing is with the Marvel movies, there hasn't been one that's come out that hasn't been entertaining. No, they're entertaining for sure. Yeah. They're just not masterpieces. Right. I mean, it's like every movie that they put out, it's just it's a hit. I yeah. mean, they're putting out massive numbers in the box office for movies nowadays. Yeah. And granted, people say theaters are dying. 
I think, personally, I think they're doing just fine. Theaters are dying because of you fucks. Well, if you think about it, I mean, you saying theaters are dying and Netflix are putting out million dollar films, oh, right? Let me look at while you're talking. Yeah, and they're bombing. No, but if you think about it. No, I mean, they, they're. They're doing good. Financially, they're bombing. I mean, the movies aren't great, but. But if you think about it. Good either. You're paying a monthly subscription. There's millions of people that are on Netflix. They're going to watch those films versus we have three children. We can't just go out to the movie theater. But if it's on Netflix, we're paying for that. We're watching it. And the Bright movie was wonderful. I loved it. I, from an actual plot, no. It was terrible. I but loved it. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I loved I did it. it. I enjoyed it, was, it. It was fun. It was something different. It was completely different. It reminded so, me of End of Watch. With um, Jake Gyllenhaal, the guy that directed it, direct, uh, I think directed End of Watch. Oh, really? Okay, that's what it I felt think. like. I if that's think. true, that makes a lot of sense because that's what it felt like, but with a lot more comedic relief and just off the wall, mythical style. So if you haven't yeah. watched Bride on Netflix, I, I liked it. I don't watch a lot of movies, so this is what blew me away when I saw this. Netflix 2018 is going to be the year for Netflix, and here's why. From a business standpoint, yep, he did. He he did. Um, it was uh, David Ayer. David Ayer that directed it. He did uh, that Suicide was... Squad, Fury, End of Watch. I didn't know he did Suicide Training Squad. Training Day, okay. And all those are really good movies. Training Day is really good. Adam, I liked Suicide Squad. I didn't see Squad. End of Watch. Fury was really good. I liked it. I rewatched. You uh, rewatched fir- Suicide Squad. He was the director of times. the first Fast and the Furious. Really. Mm-hmm. Um. This is why I think Netflix is going to blow Random up. Random facts. Um, from a business standpoint. So, for 2018, Netflix plans to spend $8 billion on original content. And by tw- by the end of 2018, 50% of their entire library is going to be original content. Yeah, no, that's why it's shit right now, too. Right now, they're in this weird transition phase, but if you look at it from a business standpoint, an $8 billion investment to make good... Because, in my opinion, Netflix originals are the best. I absolutely... I would agree. Some, Is Stranger Things Netflix original? Yep. I'll give them Stranger Things. Yep. Nothing else. Stranger Things. And Bright. Bright. Bright Ozarks. A lot of people really like Ozarks. Um, I don't like any of the Netflix originals. Mindhunter. Mind nope. Um... But this is why... From I'm a, one of those random beasts that just really doesn't enjoy Netflix. Gravin enjoys nothing in life. I enjoy... All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I really don't like Netflix. I don't know why. No, the thing with this, now though... I'm a pariah. Think about all the... <laughs> He's more of HBO series type HBO person. Is, HBO is... That's quality. Great. Like, it's, it's come a it's, long I way. I remember whenever I, whenever I was little and people would talk about HBO, it was like, comedy and old movies right that and that's it. something that people don't understand is like hbo has been around for a long ass time like many like many years. way way back in the day when you had to have a separate box to have hbo like um you had your cable box and your hbo box one of the big youtubers uh casey neistat he makes a lot of i mean he's got millions of followers he started on hbo which is crazy to me like i it, he shows old clips like him and his brother directed and wrote shows on hbo and he left that pl- platform and moved to youtube and now he's one of the best in my opinion one of the best videographers on youtube um because every time he makes a video he tells a story he right he makes a video it's like a vlog but it's a video 
with a movie f- format. Um, but the reason why this is gonna is a great move for Netflix is because they don't have to pay any licensing fees if it's all original content and half your entire library being original content. I think that's a big deal. Plus, I noticed recently a lot of the movies that tanked in theaters are coming on Netflix mm-hmm. fast. I mean, you just mentioned the other day the freaking Emoji movie. Yeah, Emoji it's already movie. up on Netflix, yes. And then, um, what else? I just God, saw something. Just, do we have to pay licensing fees for saying their names? I hope to God not. No, it's fair use. <laughs> <laughs> We're not telling anything. Like People don't have to pay licensing fees to freaking review content no shut up don't give me that look (laughs) i don't know how the internet works i didn't even fucking know you could throw youtube to a smart tv you didn't know your tv had buttons i didn't (laughs) it's true i didn't either we looked we did look they're on the back of the television who puts them on the back they should be like on the bottom to be fair it's one single joystick it's not a button it's a joystick yeah oh my god let's go play with it after this okay just kidding we'll play with it later a joystick like a switch yeah like a no it's it's like a ds joystick oh, oh okay yeah just really sunk in like a little knob yeah, and like a never, nintendo joystick never, can you turn it off yeah you push too? it in and then push down on it and it turns it off oh, okay. push it down you're yeah. gonna have to write that down because we're old you're right <laughs> i keep telling people the more kids Grab you have the older you get doesn't matter your age not old each kid ages us like 10 years yep so we're like no you have to add your current age yeah no three three kids 60 60 i'm almost 30 49 you turned 30 this year dog 59 you have three kids (laughs) (laughs) i can't math um I was going to talk about something a little bit ago before we started, and now I can't remember what it was. That always happens. Because <clears throat> I was like about to say it, and then you were you started up with the intro, and I was like, oh, oh I'll hold on to that. And Prolapse. now it's gone. That's what happens when you get old. Prolapse. Is that when your butthole falls out? That's when anything falls out. Ooh. Like anything? What else can fall out besides your asshole? Your vagina. <gasps> That's yeah. scary. It's a thing. That's My why you got to do your kegels. It's called a wizard sleeve. I do do kegels. Grevin's felt them. It's he called a wizard them. sleeve. A wizard sleeve. <laughs> Whenever a vagina prolapses. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's an asshole. No, vagina... no, that's called a pink sock. A pink or a sock? wizard sleeve. I've never heard wizard sleeve. Wizard sleeve. Wizard sleeve. <laughs> Grevin was born in '88. Oh my god! Why the fuck would? Yourself? How did that make any fucking thing? Because that's one wizard sleeve were invented. <sighs> Old age. Um, that's that's something I heard like. In my adulthood. Which was like 12 years ago. Hmm. Huh. So I'm not an adult now? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're now elderly. I'm already in a diaper again. Here we go. That's weird. Have you ever thought uh, about yeah, that? I just was thinking the same thing. Dude. Like life and death is literally like you're born, you grow, and then you just slowly become a baby again before you just shit yourself and die. Yeah. Like seriously, when you think about old people... What do okay. they do? What do they? What seriously? What is an old person like on the brink of death? What do you do? You, you change their fucking diapers. Feed them. And you feed them. Help you them bathe them. Did you say eat them? I said feed them. Oh my god! I got like, concerned. Oh my god! Life and death is literally like pop into existence, raise up, and then melt back away into nothing. Oblivion. Yeah. Um, 
Well, no, I mean, there's so many parallels. Okay, for instance, you mentioned it, diapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go back to diapers. Incontinent. You lose all your hair. Sometimes earlier than others. Um, <laughs> uh, you. Yeah, I still have a full head of hair. It's just. You're extremely fragile. Hi. <laughs> Hi. You're extremely fragile. Yeah. You're. You can't talk anymore. You have no memory. I met a 92-year-old guy. Really? 92. Holy fuck! Okay, go ahead. In in my job, the dude was like as sharp as a 20-year-old. Like, he was on it. He knew about technology. Man. I mean, he was up to date. He was getting around perfectly fine. His wife's over there, like, crippled in a corner taking medicine every time I've come to, I've been to the house and... That's insane. He's just like the epitome of health. Well, it's like that video that I the sent you. The dude fell off of a ladder cleaning his gutter. Nothing. Still up and going. Huh. Like he, he, awesome. he literally said he hit his head, got up, and he's still fine. That dude's going to die instantly. I mean, not to bring this down or anything, but like he's going to have a sudden death. Like it's, like, yeah, it's, like, it's not something that's going to come. It's going to be like, oh, dead. Yeah. Heart yeah. attack or something like stroke. that. Yeah, um, penis no, falls back off, to, bleeds out. God, I hate when that happens. Um, <laughs> the no, I met a lady. She's a regular of mine that comes in, and the other day we always talk about golf. She's super cool, like really down to earth, just fun to bullshit with. She reminds you. She reminds me of a grandmother, like an open minded grandmother that cussed all the time and just cool as shit. Um, she. The other day, she came in, and she's like, yeah, I just had a birthday. And she's like, guess how old I am? And I'm thinking 70s, because she looks young. She's like, no, I just had my 95th birthday. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I literally said that to her, like, because I just, it blew me away, because you would have never guessed she was 95 years old. It's insane how some people age. Yeah. And then you get people that are in their, they're 29, they start to look like they're 50. (laughs) I wonder who that's directed at, Briar. <laughs> you know what's weird? The age difference. Like, if you... Um, when you become an adult, age doesn't really fucking matter. Like, I'm 23 and you're 29. It does. To an extent. But it's a different kind of matter. It's not your number age. I believe it's your mentality. Yeah. That's the thing. You're not you until 25. Wait, so there's still a chance for me to be different? Yeah. Like, you're not you till <laughs> no. 25. Seriously. Like, you're not you till 25. I don't care what the fucking law is saying. You're not you. You're not completely developed, especially a male, till you're 25. Hmm. Like, there's no if, ands, or buts. So there's a chance for second puberty. Th- yeah, exactly. Here we go. American you got average. First puberty where you get your dick, and it's like, go put it in something. Okay. And then you got your second puberty when your brain's like, all right, dude, calm down. Yeah. Like, you got a little bit to go. I feel like I hit that at 21. No, 25. Now, I know what you're saying. I know the science behind it. Fucking but I, 25, bitch. I feel like, listen, I you turn ain't around. You shit till you hit 25. It's a fucking brick wall. I wake up. <laughs> I wake up. You remember me whenever I was 24? Whole different game than whenever I was 25. Was it true, Christina? What was it like for Kevin to be 24? Because I didn't know you. No, you didn't. He's just real... Squirmy. Squirmy? Like Grayson? Yeah, kind of. Like real hyper. Like hyperactive kind of. And then it's like more of like a calm, more mature sense after that. 
I've noticed you've aged a lot in the last year. Just knowing you. Like, I feel like you've aged a lot. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Crippling depression? <laughs> Crippling anxiety and depression. <laughs> It'll do that to you. Um, It'll calm you the fuck down. No, back to the age thing, though. It's crazy when you get... Because you don't think about this when you're in your teens at all. You think, oh, fuck, this dude's 18 or, well, this is a bad... Just friendship. Let's just talk about friendship, not sexual relationships because that gets a little weird. Well, I know, I, I kind of know what you're talking about because when I was like, let's say I'm in the sixth grade. Right. And I'm looking at the seniors oh. and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're adults, they're huge, they're big people. And then when I become a senior, I'm like, what the fuck was the big deal? Like, I don't feel like I wasn't like those people that I saw in my head. You know what I mean? Right. They just seem like real big adults. They were mature. But really, when you get there, you still have that kid mentality. You're not there. Well, that comes back to that guy I was talking about. He said, because um, we were talking about how healthy he was and how good he was doing. And um, he was like, you know what the funniest, the craziest thing about getting old is? And he said, uh, craziest thing about getting old is um, whenever you're doing something or say... Spain. I need to cl- like when he fell. That's, right. that's what brought it up. He was like, um, "I needed to clean the gutters." You have to tell yourself, like you have to tell your brain, "Hey, your body can't do this," because your brain's going to be like, "Let's just go up there and clean the gutters," right? Even at ninety-two or ninety, what did I say ninety-four? Something like that. He's, and he's in his nineties. Yeah. And uh, he said, he says constantly, "I have to tell myself, hey, you can't do that anymore." Because your brain still thinks of yourself, you're you don't change, right? Unless right, you right. have some kind of like medical condition, or if something happens to you that right. changes your alter, or alters your mind, your mind stays the same as long as there's no adverse effects from age, like Alzheimer's or what have you, from whenever you're born till you die. That's what's you nuts have about to it. tell your fucking body. Bitch, calm down. You can't do this. Oh, you want to run right now? Sorry. Your legs are going to fall off. <laughs> like he said, that's the craziest thing about him getting old is he has to tell himself to calm down because his brain still thinks he's 14 or 20 and can lift a car or what have you. That's what's kind of depressing to me in a way. Because like for some reason, there's a part of me, because I'm not really the type of person to ask for help. I'm just never really have been. I've always been told if you can do it, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Or like my my dad always taught me when we were working on stuff like around the house or anything, I always would ask him for help. And he's like, well, what happens when you there's nobody to help you? Like mm-hmm. working on, for instance, when I was redoing the floors, like there's parts where if I had three or four hands helping me, oh, it would have been a million times easier. But I had to tell myself I don't. Like, I have to make it work with just what I've got. And I think that's a great lesson, first of all, because then you're not really, you become independent. You don't really rely on people. Now, granted, the flip side of that is I have a hard time asking for help. Um, so the idea of my body breaking down to where I can't do it anymore, like I literally have to tell myself, you can't do this anymore, that's depressing to me. Yeah. I would agree. It's depressing right now until because until yeah, the time right now happens. because I'm fully capable of doing it. Yeah. But I think you hit a certain point in your life where because there's a like whenever it comes to humans, we are 
pack animals. So like, mm-hmm. you're you're depressed now thinking about it, but your brain like if somebody was older asked you for help, like hey can you pick this up I can't it's too oh heavy. without a doubt yeah right. I'd do it so I mean you're depressed now because you're thinking oh this is gonna suck when I get older but whenever you get older it's just kind of like the circle of life nothing it, I think the at younger that point generation you've experienced you like, eh, yeah thanks I think, thanks whippersnapper I think at that point you experience everything you're really gonna experience and you just try to enjoy what life you have left you know like you're not necessarily going out trying to learn something new yeah you're just trying to be comfortable yeah see that's the thing that drives me nuts about people that get old like you see it all the time oh i already know what you're gonna try like oh we're cutting back we're trying to make our bills go down like we're trying to save money we can't afford that why right i mean granted you were already living in these means why change now right make your life less Fulfilling, Whatever, what less fulfilling or less comfortable. Or Granted, what have you. to be fair, there's people who they don't make near as much as they used to. Like people well, no, who are on a fixed sure. income. But I'm talking about people that have been on fixed income, and all of a sudden they're like, "We need to save money." Why? Well, I mean, if you're close to death, in those instances, and you have children or grandchildren, that's what I was going to bring up. They want to put back finances to take care of those people because they're like, "My life is almost done, but I want them to have a better life." But that's so, not what they say. Yeah, they, they say, say we need to downsize. We need to downsize. We need to we cut need back. This. We want to go travel, but then they never go travel. I mean, there's different reasons. I mean, stupidity. <laughs> it's their life. I'm gonna live like a fucking. King. King. Kids are out. Married. I do. I do have a question for you because I've always been curious about this. When I was a child, you live free, right? Right. I mean, not technically in the free sense. People pay your bills. But I'm just saying, you're just free-spirited. You don't think about death. You don't think about anything like that. You don't think about old age. You're just having fun. You're enjoying life. And then you come to the point in your life where you realize, I'm going to die. Have you? Do you remember when that happened in your life? When you realized that people die? I don't think I... Well, when you started like contemplating death? When you started realizing... When you realized life was... Life ends. Right. And that you're eventually going to die, and you just think, when I die, there's nothing. Not speaking about religion or anything. I don't want right, to get into right, that. Right, but right. you know what I mean? You're just like... I mean, I would lay awake. I was probably eight or nine when I realized this. And I would lay awake at night with anxiety. I'm going to die. Um, I don't think, uh, me personally, I don't think I ever hit that point because my parents... Don't look directly at them. <laughs> Griffin's currently rubbing his nipples. For, no, nipples. they're hard as fuck. That's why I was oh. rubbing them. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting glass over there, dog. Don't look, don't pick them up. I don't care. I like his nipples. I mean, we're talking about death right now, but nipples, I mean, that I'm makes not, death I'm not trying to distract. Buttholes, God, nipples, like, I want to lick them. Oh. <laughs> I got them. And I got some God, hair too. I regret this friendship at times. But anyway, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has ever experienced that when you realize, hey, you're gonna die. I'm, I, it I gave think, me anxiety. I'm a very anxiety-ridden person. I stress about things that probably will never exist, but I still stress about them. Right, right, right. Um, my thing is, I never really experienced that because I've only, thankfully, I've only experienced two deaths in my life. Okay. Um, my grandpa. But that was, I was like seven, 
or eight. Yeah. And my parents did a really good job filtering that for me. Well, I guess you can say good job, but okay. they were successful at filtering it. So I never okay. experienced the reality of death. Like that person's gone okay. forever. Well, that's the um, difference between me and you. Because right, right. since I was four, every year of my life until I was 12, I experienced a great death in my family. Like through close family members, mm-hmm. like my grandpa, my grandma, my uncle. Like a lot of different people had died and my parents weren't very... They weren't like the most nurturing people. I mean, they loved me, but right, it was yeah. kind of like this is life. This is how it goes. People die, and that's a you go on. I think that's a reactionary ex- response to it too. I mean, people yeah. don't understand. Like when you're put as a parent, well, for instance, because you guys are parents, yeah. When you have to, when the moment comes and you have to explain that to your child, that's a stressful situation for you guys. Yes. So that could have been a stress response. For your parents to just tell you how it is yeah that's um, true i think me personally it's going to be a rude awakening because like i said i was so young when yes. those people died i didn't fully the weight of the reality didn't mm-hmm. hit me and so when something does happen because it's gonna happen that's gonna be really tough for me just because i've never experienced that like people talk about being really close to the grandparents because I wasn't ever close. My grandparents lived, my grandpa lived in Salisbury, my mom's dad, and my dad's mom lived in Missouri. Yeah. So we were never close. They weren't just right down the road, and I spent yeah. my entire childhood with them. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be rough. Yeah, I, I think that's gonna be rough. I mean, there are times like um, when mom was battling cancer. That's when it hit me, like, and I was a senior in high school. Yeah. Like that moment where, fuck. This could be it, and I could never see her again. Yeah. Like, that's when it set, set in for me. Yeah, I would agree. But thankfully, mom beat cancer, and it's been cancer-free for five, going on six years. So it's been great. But that was the turning point that hit for me. I didn't hit it at a young age. I hit it when I was a senior in high school because it was close. It was somebody immediate to me that I've spent my entire life with. And so even to this day, I think about my parents passing and, man i am not ready for that yeah i would agree with that and like going back to that one at that age when i realized i mean death was inevitable i mean it, it is i yeah. mean you're gonna die but i, will I turned to religion i really did i'm not gonna lie about oh, that Oh, i did too i went and i not spent this boy. well grevin's different because grevin lost his grandpa when he was what what three or four he was two okay and grandmother was I was like four. He was like four. So that's the last loss he's really had that he was close to somebody. That's similar so, to my situation. But mine was sporadically through nine to, you know, in puberty years, blah, blah, blah. So I turned to religion until I was about 14 or 15, and <laughs> that was a big fucking turn. But anyway, I mean, <laughs> I tried to find some closure and acceptance of it. I that obviously that. didn't work. Jesus. With that. That obviously didn't work for me personally, but I've accepted as a person. I mean, it's going to happen. Just live your life to the fullest. I mean, do what you want to do. Get it done. Um, Let me ask you this, and this might just be me, or people listening might be thinking this too. Um, it almost makes me reserved because I'm the type of person out of sight, out of mind. Like, yeah. okay, a big traumatic event happens, like break up with a girlfriend or whatever, like somebody you love. Um, for me personally, I have to completely cut that out. 
never see them don't do any like don't even hear about them don't listen to anything about them like literally remove them completely out of my life because that emotion is so strong with me that it's hard for me to even cope with yeah and so back to the dying situation it almost i feel like i struggle with getting close to anyone because of that like yeah. i don't want to get close to somebody and then out of nowhere they're gone forever yeah i mean that's what happened with me when i was 12 my great grandmother she adopted my dad from her son basically mm-hmm. i mean she raised him she raised me because my parents were always working until i was 12 and she died i never i never took the decision to build a relationship with my parents because it's better to just lose someone and not have that connection. Right. And I mean, I love my parents. I really do, but I'm right. not. We're not holding hands and singing Kumbaya and yeah, like going my, to see The Lion King. I don't know what that's doing. I found but. out now that I've gotten older, I'm doing that because when I was in high school going through all that, I didn't, even college, I mean, hell, I moved four states away. And a big reason that was to get the fuck away from everyone because I felt like I was too close. And if something were to happen, I don't know if I could have handled it. But now that I've gotten older and I've gotten, I guess you could say, more wise and stronger with my emotions. like Not completely. Okay, enough, Mr. Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mr. J. You better call me by my proper name, motherfucker. uh, Mr. J. What you say today at work? You better put some respect on that before my... (laughs) (laughs) Next time my name come out your mouth, you better have some respect in your face. (laughs) Um, But that now that I've gotten older, I find... I realize how precious time is. Yeah. And so I... um, I do. I try to... Now that I've... Especially now that I've moved out. Yeah. I do try to see... When I I moved away to, uh, to school in Arizona, I... It was like a golden rule. I didn't understand it at first. Like for the first couple of weeks, fuck yeah, I'm independent. I'm on my own. I can do whatever the hell I want. Ramen noodles. Ramen noodles until I starved to death. Because um, <laughs> I was broke as fuck. Malnutrition. <laughs> what did he die uh, from? Noodles. Um, That's all he ate. But dad told Couldn't me, steep. he's like, I don't care what you're doing throughout the week, but make sure you make a point to call your mom every Sunday. And yeah. like, I didn't get it. At, like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I, I felt like a chore at first but the longer i was away the more i was like no i i started i really enjoyed it yeah like and that's how it's gotten too now that i've moved out like yeah my parents are just up the road but i don't because my life is starting to go in its own path separate of theirs like i i find myself that i have to start i don't i want to start seeing them now some days i'm like fuck i don't want to go over there like (laughs) because i know if i go over there i'm gonna spend a couple hours yeah but I'm also kicking myself for having that thought because my parents are getting old and yeah. you don't know how much time you have left with them. And so it makes me really think like, okay, I need to just appreciate the moments I do have and the opportunity that I could just go down the road and go see that's them. That's true. Like, that's just my realization at 23 years old. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think like yeah. a fucking 35 year old, I can't help it. I mean, I'm Not involved. in all sense of the word, Grevin. Don't shake your head. I'm involved with a lot of my parents. I mean, with their activities. You know, they run several businesses. I mean, they have their own weird empire going. But that's I mean, so I work, weird. you know, I work, you know, for I work with my mom. I mean, we run a business together. I mean, that's quality time. <laughs> but Grevin. 
they just randomly come into our house and they're making a room in our house. <laughs> just to come over to stay the night once a week, which I understand grandkids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, they worked my entire childhood until I graduated. Like, they didn't. We didn't have the same child. They were building their parent. empire. They were building their empire, people. But they, they, they were focused on career, working, building this money empire. Okay. Anyway, and guns. Just kidding. Ha, Not really. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. Segway. Anyway, it's all legal. Just saying. But they didn't have like kind of like what I have with my kids because they're always with me. Right. It wasn't like that. They were focused on that. Somebody else was watching us. We didn't grow up with our parents. Yeah. They were always at work. Mm -hmm. It was very distant. But now I think they're trying to compensate for all of that. And I do you think they feel guilty? Yes. My mother actually had a conversation with me that she does feel guilty about it. Because they had to work to pay bills, which I understand. But we always had way more than enough. Just we paid bills and more. I bring that up because my dad told me that once. Like he felt... This was right, I guess, right when I moved out. Or no, this was when I lived in Arizona. He felt that he didn't do enough yeah. as a father because he was working 10-hour days, and yeah. like I only saw him on the weekends. I mean, even before that, when we lived in Roswell, yeah. he was traveling and spending weeks gone on the road. Yeah. And so the, he, but he did that. For, for family. For family. Yes. And th that's what I explained to him. I'm like, no, you, you, I couldn't have asked for anything else because yeah. we, we lived comfortably mm -hmm. because of what you did. Like, it wasn't your fault. Like, Grevin's over here snapping like a diva. He is a diva. Did you hear I the Norse, the Norse snort? The no <sighs> snorting? Your mustache is really long. Thank you. Dude, yeah. your goatee That's is getting super long. You going Gandalf? He's going fucking Amish. Gandalf. I wish I could Gandalf. He's going Amish. Amish. I'd rock it if I could. Dude, please shave your head. I'm not shaving my no. head. No. No, okay. I'm no. not bald. Like, my hair no, has not fine. gotten any thinner right. in the right. last few years. I say you're doing fine. Here's my thought. I think you would look just fine bald. Christina, you don't answer this. I'm being encouraging. I'm the one that has sex with him. I have sex with him. Well, I like his hair. Just kidding. On his body and his head. As much as I want to, we've never had sex. I really don't like his mustache, but he looks funny with it. A lot of women it. don't like mustache. It gets it goes up my nose. It goes up our noses. The vagina area it's okay. <laughs> but not other places. The butthole area, butthole, preferably. Favorite. <laughs> so fucking weird. I don't, like I, I don't lick her butthole. He does not lick my butthole. No one's ever licked my butthole or sucked my butthole. Is If anyone is interested, please call me. Here's my number. Just kidding. <laughs> She's literally <laughs> whoring herself out. I'm whoring my butthole out, not myself. Literally, if I ever tried, she would freak out and spin over. I really she would. She probably would. Yeah, she talks, a, she talks a mean talk. Because I have tried just to, like, just to fucking get it over with. You know, one Valentine's Day... Just kind of spruce it fuck. up a little bit. Valentine's Day is just a dead holiday to us. I think we looked at each other. No, we did it the, the next day. Yeah, we did it yesterday. Was Wait, it no, yesterday? Not yesterday. I don't know. We did it. Some, we licked each other's mouths. We did it someday. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's so <laughs> That's how weird. we do it. Oh. Oh. But yeah, speaking of death. Why do we have to go back to death? It's so grand. We just got, saying, we just got to just, the buttholes, dude. I was, just, I was just saying that you guys turned real quick. Um, well, death is 
sad. Okay. This is the point of the podcast where things are going to get a little controversial. And I'm going to set the tone now. Oh, you're you're throwing out yep, the guns. Yep. Ah. I feel like we need to talk about it. Um, I don't give a shit. I'm the type of person that doesn't give a shit. I have my opinion. I couldn't care less about your opinion. That's a lie. I want to know what your opinion is, but it's not going to... My opinion? No. Or their no. opinion? Don't Just, say that. No, yeah, you're right. I would say change my mind. Okay, yeah. Make me think differently. I'm going to give... I'm going to let every... If you want, I'm going to voice... We're going to voice opinions on this whole fucking mass shooting bullshit. Please, please change my mind. Yeah. I'd love to hear arguments. Grevin loves to argue. Oh. Dude, he is all over arguing. So, light the comment section up and Grevin will be all over that. I've seen him have... When I first met you, I've seen you do Facebook rants, like paragraphs, arguing with people. Or even in the fucking Discord. Making them look like fucking stupid... Even in the Discord. Because that was English. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not making them look fucking stupid real, but... <laughs> um, okay. We can all agree, as human beings, stop fucking killing each other. I would I agree. agree with that. Jesus Christ. Okay? You're fucking kids, especially. We are... And, okay, I'm about to... Ooh, I'm about to go off. I'm so fucking... I'm about to go hit off. Hit him with it. Hit him. Okay. Hit, hit, hit him with it. Here we go. Um, This is fucking mind-blowing to me. The United States is about to average a mass shooting a week in the year 2018. Oh, it's worse than that. No, like they they pulled up. There's been... No, it's worse than that. There's been almost... There's, what, 31 days in January? 28 February. 28 February. Four weeks a month. 17th. So that's... 40, 50, do math, math person. Yeah, you have a math degree. 47 days. 47 days? No, 48 days. 48 we days. got to add that one. And I think there's been... Eight, 17, 18, 18 shootings? shootings in 47 days. That's fucking insane to me. Like, oh, it just drives me up the wall. And not even on the gun thing. Let's just fucking talk about how... We've heard about this one this year. In Florida, that happened this last week, and we haven't heard a goddamn thing about anything else. Yeah. Like, that's what pisses me off. I think if there is a shooting every night on the news, it's going to go two ways. People are going to start thinking differently about the guns, or we're going to get so desensitized to it that we're not even going to fucking care anymore than we do already. Because I, I guarantee you, a month from now, I would agree with that. a fucking month from now, nobody's going to give a fuck about this Florida shooting. No. I mean, that's just how fast the internet works, and that's how people work nowadays. Yeah. And it's shitty. I mean, my condolences to the families. I really do that it fucking sucks. I hate it. But that's just how fat, That's how people work. People are shitheads. It's annoying. Um, but my thing with the gun thing, my I'm going to say two things. I don't want to take away guns. Guns are fun. I like shooting guns. Don't take this the wrong way like I'm a gun hater. Um... I think guns should be a privilege and not a right. I would agree. That's just my personal opinion on it. If you are going to wield something that can kill somebody instantly, you should have proper training, you should be in the right state of mind, and you should... It's a privilege. Like, you don't just have some damn rocket scientist go in and start doing surgery on somebody. Like, 
I would agree. First statement. That's like saying you're a U.S. citizen. You are free. Do meth. It's your free right. Do meth. Now, I'm not trying to put guns and drugs together, but as somebody from a background where my family does sell guns, they are highly regulated by the the ATF. Right, right. They have to do background checks. It takes more than 24 hours. They check for mental illness. They check for criminal record. They do not sell a gun to somebody that is not fit, fitting the profile that the ATF sets for them, which I understand some people slip through. Mm. I understand that some people buy these guns and then sell them for more for profit to people who can't buy guns. A lot of people That's wrong. Um, not just some. My, my whole the thing is, too. of the gun, like, the violent okay. crimes are from people that slip through every time it's oh they they pass the background check or even okay. this okay here's the argument some people make too about taking guns away yes. okay um a lot of the mass shootings a kid didn't go buy the gun they took it from their parents house and took it to the house okay here's my thought process i have a gun i have a kid my kid takes that gun to school kills those people i've lost all my gun rights yeah it's my responsibility parents to make. Parents should be in, in prison. I no. Parents should be in prison. I don't know if I. What would happens? Go what happens if? What happens if you? Involuntary manslaughter, right? Yeah. You didn't mean to kill the person. Where do you go? Yeah. You go to jail. But that's you doing the act. Right. You not keeping your guns protected properly, where somebody can get them and use them. I would agree because people don't just leave their prescription pills laying around for their kids to take. It seems like, especially in our state, guns are left around more than All a prescription time. pill. We you used know to what have I mean? kids leave I, their fucking trucks unlocked with shotguns. Yes. In. Every house, almost every house I go to, has a shotgun or something sitting in the corner. Of right, like, and as that's soon as you fine. walk in the house. I'm not I'm arguing not, no, that I'm point. Not, no. You do whatever. I mean, See, fuck you guys' house scares the shit out of me because of where you live. The first night I came over, there was a fucking shooting. Yeah. hundred yards away. Yeah. I mean, I personally think it's a great idea to have something in your household um, to protect your family. But well, you have to... Like back in the Viking days and stuff, I mean, you got to protect what's yours, so you need a weapon. But the way that they go about things as far as... Like, I don't... I, I'm not one of those people. Like, I don't lean... I'm not one like politically I'm not going to be somebody that leans particularly right, particularly left or anything. I mean, I'm just kind of right or left about I, what? About anything, like any kind of I don't go one way or the other. I I look at everything I can and pick out the best thing I can for the situation. So in this case, for instance, I do like the uh <laughs> uh I do like the fact that in our country you are, quote unquote, free to buy a gun if you want to. Doesn't bother me. Me personally, I don't like guns. I absolutely do not want to ever own one, just because I'm scared of them. But Grevin, you play first-person shooters. Don't you want to go out and kill people? No. Which is what they're blaming this fucking shooting on, yeah. which is such a cop out. It's horseshit. I don't. I don't like guns. I don't want one in my house. Does it? Does it protect us? Probably. Do I feel safe? Even in, Do I even feel comfortable with it in my hands? No. Have I shot them and had fun? Yeah. 
but they weren't mine. I didn't take them Do home. You I'm feel... not cleaning them. I'm not unloading them. I don't have the potential to shoot somebody or myself by accident or anything like that. Do you feel that would change if, like, well, okay, let's say, for instance, there's a law that goes in where every male or female in the household has to have proper gun training. Like, do you feel it like change anything. you don't think that would change anything for no. you personally? No. My whole thing the, is the whole the whole issue that we have with our gun laws. Like I was saying, I don't go left or right. Have your guns. I don't care. I don't. I just personally don't like them. Right. But the whole thing that I think is all wrong and fucked up about our gun laws is you can have somebody come in that. Um, like the guy that shot up the army base, uh, it was years ago. Um, the Navy said, "Hey, this guy's not mentally. He's not mentally there. Like they're discharging him for this blah blah blah." But the FBI didn't stop him. The what was it? The AT, ATF. ATF. He passed the background check, check and everything. Guy got a gun legally. He's not breaking the law by owning the gun, but then he goes and takes it and shoots the bar- the barracks full of uh, our our uh, military personnel. Or this Florida shooter, that the parents probably passed the background check and everything. Well, no, and, uh, but then they don't put the guns in a safe spot to keep them away from the fucking kids that nobody did the background check on. You do the background check on one person in the family. But who's to say the other six fucking brothers in the family are fucking crazy and want to go kill everybody? I would agree. If there's a mental illness present in the household... I don't think it should be... Well, if they have access to it, or they should come... The ATF or whoever should come and check They should have to put it under lock and key. And if they use the gun in the family, kid, whoever, you're the fucking person to blame. That's where I go back to if something like this were to happen... You've lost all your gun rights. I don't even and think it should be that. That's not that's not strict enough. That's not going to prevent anything. You're right. I mean, because here's my the thing: gun though. people are going to say, "Oh no, if I, I you can't do that because that's a that's my right to bear right arms. to bear arms." Okay, well, I'm going to throw your ass in prison for manslaughter. Yeah, because you didn't protect your 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 weapon. Right? Like I said, I. I Maybe that will teach in an you age. bitches to put it into a fucking There's safe. something, so it's just, there's nobody has the answer to it. That's what sucks about there it. There is no answer to it. The answer to it is nobody kills anybody and we don't need weapons, but that's never going to happen. No. We're always going to have weapons, even in a perfect society where there's one government, no countries, there's still going to be murders, there's still going to be robberies. Right. Because you got the haves and the have-nots. The have-nots know that they could take stuff by force. So, okay, my personal opinion and personal advice to people who own a gun i have a friend you know him grevin um he used to work with us Mm -hmm. deep voice you already know i'm talking about Mm -hmm. avid gun owner he has like he carries like three or four in his truck granted he has his concealed carry license he goes and shoots once a month he i asked his opinion on all this and said okay as a gun owner like what are you what do you do and so if you have a gun you're listening to this this is my personal opinion i think it's a great idea he said i am the only person that has access to those guns i'm the only one that has a key to the gun safe i am literally the only person 
that's it. He he has removed everyone out. He doesn't. His wife doesn't have a key. His wife doesn't have access to it. Nobody else has access to it but him, and that's him taking the responsibility because he understands how severe something like this can be. Yeah. And I think that is a model. I honestly, okay. For instance, I personally don't like open carry. I feel like you're just basically putting a bullseye on your back because you never know when. Not somebody... only that, you're also going to have the fucking cowboys that think that they need to shoot the first person that acts up. Right. Exactly. I don't agree with open carry. I'm a 100% okay with concealed carry. Because you go through the, the idea class, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but the if idea you're just a of fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry that's like, hey, I got this revolver. I'm gonna wear it on my goddamn hip. Go fuck yourself. Like nobody you're gives a shit that cock. you're hard Kill as hell. Um, but as far as concealed carry, I'm cool with that. I also, in my opinion, which is not wouldn't be a hard thing to do. I people, I think people who have their concealed carry license, there should be a requirement that they go shoot once a month at a range, because talking with Linux who worked in law enforcement shooting is a perishable skill you if you don't practice you lose that skill and when it comes down to a situation where let's just say you're standing in line at the convenience store you have your concealed carry you have your weapon on you that convenience store is getting robbed you don't know how you're going to react until you're actually in that situation so you might as well hone your skills to the best that you can until you're put in that situation yeah and as a gun owner and as somebody who has their license to conceal carry i think it should be a requirement that to go shoot once a month don't have to qualify or nothing like that but just practice and well, the reason I mean, why I say that's... Pr- a the reason- lot of the people that have guns are going to be practiced in shooting. Exactly. That's why I'm saying making that a requirement wouldn't be difficult because the people who do have a concealed carry license, they love guns. They're going to go shoot anyway. Like, it's not yeah. that big of a deal for them. It's like telling a golfer they got to go play golf once a month. Exactly. It's a hobby for them. They enjoy it. It's And I'm not ta- I don't want to take that away from them. I think yeah. that's fine. Like I said, I mean, Fuck. Have I think it's awesome. If I'm in a situation and I, I don't want to know if you have a weapon, but... Thank Christ you do, if you if something like that happened. Yeah. As I'm 100% okay with that because one that feels me makes me feel a little bit more bet like a little better about the situation. Like if I'm in that convenience store and it's getting fucking robbed and I know the guy in front of me has a concealed weapon, I feel a little bit better. Well, if he had a concealed weapon, you wouldn't know. Well, yeah, exactly. But if I found out like later on, yeah. hey, he pulls his gun out, kills the robber. Cool. Like thank you. You don't know understand how indebted I am yeah. to you. I 100% respect that you have that. It's just you have people have to take more responsibility with it. Yeah. It's not a right, it should be a privilege because of what can happen. This is just getting fucking ridiculous. It should opinion. be I wouldn't call it a privilege. I would say it should be an earned right. Okay. If you want it, you got to prove that you're capable of being a responsible a responsible adult yes. about it. I I'm 100% agree with that. I am just so Cause sick. Because whenever you say privilege, that's just that's a trigger word for any fucking. You're right, and I. Or white and I have something to anything. kind of add. You know, when you go out for the football team, you have to get a physical, right? Right. To make sure you're physically able to perform <laughs> that sport. Maybe they should have mental, like actually evaluate. You go to the doctor. You have a mental screening. You bring that that back that paper along with your background check. I mean, none of, I mean, it's still, I mean. But that's something that someone has to pay for. That's just. Here's my mental screening. One. We are good to go. Let's go. The problem with that is, like, of the people that have done the mass shootings, 
very few of them were the person that actually owned the gun. I would agree. And that's where it falls back to, I think, the person who that gun's licensed to, and they own it. Like this guy, their he responsibility. owned it. Like the guy in Florida owned his because he was 19. My but the thing majority is, of the kids that do this shit, they took it from their parents. The parents passed the gu- the the. But all of this is relating check. back to basically mental illness. Because if you're in the right mind, you're not going to shoot at a mass shooting. You're not going to kill people. You're not going to go get a gun. You're not going to think in your head, I'm going to go kill all these people. There's either rage or a mental illness and associated thing with that it. that really comes down to, I mean, there was always, there's always been mass shootings. But you got to think, how long has it been since we've really seen the mass shootings kick off? It's that could been, be another thing too. This could be a situation it's, where it's a newer phenomenon. I don't even think it's a. It could be a situation where we have so much access to information now. This stuff have, could have been going on and could be mark or even then. Oh well, no, it's fuck. That's probably what it is because look at this. We've had what eighteen mass shootings this year in two thousand eighteen. We're only hearing about one of them. It could have easily we could have heard about all eighteen. It's the fact that now we have it where. We literally have access to an infinite amount of information in the palm of our hands that now people are becoming more aware about it, mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. No. It just, it dry 17 people died. And a lot, to be honest, not trying to change the subject too much, but like with rape, I do want to get child molestation, about. all of this stuff was very hush hush from. I mean, honestly, the 90s and back. It's People didn't talk hush about hush. rape. They didn't talk about murder. They didn't talk about a lot of this stuff. They tried to keep it out of the news. They tried to keep positive, more positive news. Now it's like people feed off the negative. They're like, this happened. Like, I can literally pull my phone out. And from today's notifications from, like, News on 6, child died, 25-year-old missing. Robbery. Everything. It's just yeah. all negative. And that, that's... And people are feeding on that. Oh, and that drives me fucking insane when it comes to just the media. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not some conspiracy person that's, oh, the media, blah, blah, blah. No, here's my fucking thing. The media, they're in a business to make fucking money. Mm-hmm. You've got to understand that. They're not here to bring you the news. They're here to make you watch so they can sell you advertisements and make money. Yep. And so they're going to do whatever the fuck they can to get you to watch. And that's why you see more negative headlines than you see positive headlines. Because, oh, Sam down the road turned 105 today. Like, congratulations. How many people are going to watch that versus, oh, biggest bank robbery in Tulsa, Oklahoma happened. Like, Mm -hmm. there's two big... I mean, people feed off of drama and they feed off of just like something exciting like it gets them out of their rut of a life and that's why they're hooked on it and the media knows this and they're using that to just print money and that's what pisses me off the most i would agree oh my god it's so frustrating all of it's frustrating because going back to the fucking media because i could literally go all day on the media your idea with mental illness is one of the most underlooked epidemics in the United States. It is so played down that mm-hmm. we are desensitized to it because people don't understand and people don't give a shit because we haven't made it a serious issue. Yeah. And and it's not an issue until adulthood or when something happens when I'm a very big advocate on public school funding, getting kids help they need young. Right. Figure it out. We're going to help you. We're going to fund you with 
people to talk to, um, not necessarily drug, you know what I mean, medication, but just someone to talk to. Yeah, dad beats mom, you're depressed, go deal with it, come to school, come back, oh, you're misbehaving, you're suspended, go deal more with that situation. There needs to be more counseling and therapy, and I know people are like, oh, you baby kids now. The thing is, the negative connotation towards counseling and therapy is absurd to me because there is well just look at the prescription drug industry okay okay cool we're just gonna put this kid on adderall or we're just gonna go fucking let he's handling depression oh you're just upset you're not here we're just gonna give you a pill to calm you down let me this is a personal experience i experience anxiety not like where i have a panic attack in public but just where i get so overwhelmed when they're really not a lot to get overwhelmed about Went to my doctor, told them what I was experiencing. They literally asked me, what do I want? I that, told them what drug I wanted. They gave it to me. It didn't work. So, But, I mean, I tried it maybe once. It was like a Boostvar, Boostvar or something. It's like an anxiety pill, kind of like a Xanax or something. It made me feel like my heart was going to explode. I did not take it anymore. Like, they did not check my medical records. Anything that would relate, could this medicine work for you? They gave me what I wanted. Right. Um, my thing, okay. Um, me personally, I just I I suffer from chronic depression. It just runs in my genetics. Um, I was the type of person that was against counseling, against therapy. I thought I can handle this myself. I don't need to talk to anybody. Finally, broke down to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna talk to somebody. I'm gonna give yeah. it a shot because I personally I don't like being medicated. I don't like the idea of being dependent on something like that. So talking with my doctor or my therapist, um, he prescribed vitamins to help bring me up and keep me at a certain level. And just having somebody to talk to, which I understand that's his job, but that also makes me happy because he's going to give me an unbiased opinion. He's literally there just to listen to me and give me ideas and give me techniques on how to cope with it because he's told me straight up he's like you're never gonna get away from this this is gonna be with you the rest of your life i don't want to prescribe you anything i want to teach you how to cope with it and how to handle it and i feel like if i would have known this when i was 18 17 growing up when i was really suffering with it and didn't know what the fuck was going on i'd be in a better place by now yeah i would agree with that um there's a great there's a great song if you get a chance to listen to it. it's called tears to diamond by watsky it's from a perspective of somebody who struggles with mental illness and the whole prescription drug industry and everything like that and That's he a has a leather bottle of fucking worms i know can he worms. has this great bottle. can of worms he has this great line that says we're any penny in a billion dollar industry and there's a motherfucker living on a hill pushing pills stacking bills off our misery mm-hmm. like that hits so deep because of how true it is it's easy to be like okay let's put you on this cocktail of medicine and see what works because that's another thing everybody's different it's a chemical imbalance in your brain like you don't know this cocktail of drugs isn't going to work on you they literally have no way to diagnose it except to give you medicine and see what works it's like throwing fucking shit against the wall and seeing what sticks and it could make it worse exactly for all they know drugs don't do any good 
because eventually your body becomes used to it, and yeah. then you have to take more and more, Drugs and you have to up the dosage. And, and, and that's, that's kind of what we were talking about. That's why Natural I feel like talking. That's why I feel like we need to become aware of how serious of an issue of this is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you can do to like solve those type of situations that don't involve drugs the whole reason it's kind of getting into my conspiracy theorist type brain of mind that I have but but um, like everything about the world nowadays is all locked in to I'm, I'm kind of losing my th- train of thought from the alcohol, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, everything has a center point of being around money. Like money rules this country to a T. Everything that happens in the drug industry, everything that happens in politics, everything that happens with guns, gun control, legislation, Money We're rules is not. World. We're not even right. talking about just this nation or anything right. like that. Money rules everything. It always has. It, right. It has. It always has been a big contributor. You're right. But whenever you're talking about mental illness, the whole reason the government doesn't ever try to do anything to solve the mental illness issue, like trying to find find alternatives. Or trying to find like our country or the world would be a whole lot better place if they would take money out of the political system oh yeah because like lobbyists all of that that you're talking about with like the drug industry just tossing drugs at you how the fuck do you think they get paid here's the thing you don't get paid they don't they don't if they cured people they wouldn't make you money they lose customers right Exactly. They're a business. Yeah. Their job is to keep customers. You Their have job to... is to make sure that you get addicted to what they have, that the doctors don't prescribe you something different. Yep. They give the doctors incentives. So and then here's the politicians the thing. get the donations fuck... from those fuckers. Let me tell to you not this. pass any kind of legislation to get other well, no. medicines. Let me tell you this fucked up thing. Here's this. Healing. That's why cannabis comes into play. Well, no, no, hang on. Before we get into that. Did you toot? (laughs) (laughs) It snuck out. Uh, You had another. No, that was the chair. Before. Okay. That was bad. Listen. Okay. Before. Jesus Christ. um, Okay. Here's what's. Here's the really fucked up thing about it. How the government kind of pulled the veil over everybody's eyes. They introduced a law to where. Pharmaceutical company companies can't take money openly from, or okay, doctors can't openly take money from pharmaceutical companies. No, that's there's why a they law have in those, place. That's why they have but the beautiful fucking pharmaceutical he, representatives come down to the here's doctors' that. offices and take them out to dinner. Or exactly, here's what they do: they'll take you, they'll fly you on this private fucking jet to this exclusive party. Give you all expense paid, drinks paid, everything like that, because they're gonna. That's how they're winning you over. They're not paying you in they're money. They're lobbying. They're you. literally paying you in things they're to win your the trust. Doctors. And that's what's fucked up about it. Which I get it. I totally get it. The whole premise of this: there's no solving this problem. 
This problem is how you need to no, understand that. To solve the problem, you take money out of it. Yeah, but realistically, good fucking luck. You take money out of it. Yeah. You make the government fund all the drug uh, all the drug research and everything. No, Reverend, because we have to have a million billion dollars into our defense budget. And you take the fucking... That's my own personal opinion. No, no, fuck that. Anybody that says that our dick isn't big enough in the military 30 years ago needs to fuck themselves. And it's not even that... 162 fucking billion dollar increase to our already fucking bloated military. The next closest one, fucking Russia, 60 billion. Here's my thing with that. Three times over, or fucking, that's not three times over. Here's the thing. Here's my opinion on that. I appreciate our military a lot, and I don't think. Listen, no, 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 no. Our military. I'm saying our military budget. We don't need thirty fucking aircraft whenever the everybody in the world has less than fucking ten. Here's why. It's fucked up. It's not a hundred percent the government's fault because here's why. Dad worked for the government. Okay, we go to Office Depot. A box of staples, what a dollar something cheap. Oh, this manufacturer finds out they've got a government contract. Oh, it costs seventeen dollars now for that box of staples, and the military pays it because it's within. Like that's that's how fucked up it is. It's because the inflation on products for the military specifically is insane. They literally. That's true. That's that's why our budget is so through the fucking roof. That's is because true, they're but spending at the same it. Time, at, that's what, that's true. Like, they do charge extra for the government contracts. You're because right. they know, oh, hey, the government's, the government's got money. We're it. just going to fucking just charge but whatever the hell we want. the thing that fucking really pisses me off about the military, like, pay our boys. Take care of our boys. All about that. Oh, I have you more respect for military, for military men for than anybody because, one, we don't I don't have the fucking balls to go do that. We don't need as much hardware as we have. That's where our budget goes to. We almost spent a fucking trillion dollars on a jet that doesn't even fucking work. <laughs> I didn't know that. The F-35, they have a few of them that work, but altogether, it was a trillion dollar project before they finally got something that was usable. And why? We have all these other jets that we haven't been in war with even yet. They've never been put into battle, but we have all the, like the F-22 never never been in never had a dog fighting situation where they were needed to fight other militaries but we had to improve that it's just like the f- or the fucking tanks like we have more tanks than every other country combined it's just like the race but to not the a, moon we don't even have enough fucking men to to man all the tanks but we bought them all just in case who yeah. cares they're in debt to all these countries that manufactured them, but when it comes to the war or whatever may happen, we have the most equipment. When they're gone, they don't owe money. So what's it matter? It's just a number on a paper. But that's, that's another thing, But too. that's what I'm getting at. It's like That's just, what they're saying is the reason they can't do anything else is because we have to have such a big military and we need to spend more on the military. Um this is the part of the podcast where I want to clarify these are our own personal opinions and this should the whole going back to the whole idea of the modern thinking podcast is just hearing perspectives and you forming your own opinion we're not trying to convince anybody either way or any way whatsoever the whole issue 
that I want to talk about because I kind of want to I want to move away from this now that I've got everything off my chest. Um, but now you've got me going. I know I got you all hooked up and riled up. Gravity needs to calm down. Um, my thing. Everybody with... sucks. Kill yourselves. <laughs> don't do that. Don't please don't. No. no, suicide's a big deal. We joke about it all the time because we're fucked up people. But <laughs> um, you can kick that out. Damn it, now I'm going to have to go find it and <laughs> cut it out. Um, here's my thoughts on it. Here's my opinion. Uh, and here, hopefully, is my ultimate goal. Petitioning, bitching and moaning like we are on this podcast. In this day and age, yes, I think it could have it worked back then. But as fast and how instant our lives are now... I think rallying up, fighting. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it working. Um, what you can do personally is you can raise your generate your kids and teach them to be more open-minded, so that way when we all fucking die off, we're left behind a generation that thinks differently because there's so much money and there's so many there's so much politics that these big issues that we're dealing with can't be they won't be solved in our lifetimes they and you just have to i just think you have to raise your kids upright raise them the way you want to fuck i'm not trying to teach you how to raise your kids but i'm saying have an open mind about everything stop being so one-sided i'm willing to talk to anybody about this subject and hear you out because i know how to take information in and form my own opinion on something and that's the i that is in again in my opinion that's where we need to go because we can't fucking change it we just have to make sure that people are aware of it and grevin is currently cutting his toenails with a shark a bottle cap. Oh, a bottle cap. I'm not cutting them. He's. Are you scraping them away? Yeah, no, he's just rubbing the bottle cap on his toenails. And it's uh, freaking me out. What the <laughs> fuck's wrong with you? He does weird shit. Can we talk about how Black Mirror was way too damn close with those fucking Boston Dynamic robots? <laughs> those dogs were cool. They're they're cool as shit. Stop but that. also, we're gonna die. We're dead. We're dead. We're dead. We're dead one way or another anyway. I bought an Amazon. I'd rather die to dogs. You know, shoot trackers in our ass and we're going to be running. I bought an Amazon Echo because I finally decided I'm going to be spied on. I might as well just get fucking used to it. Or find fucking ghosts join in your in house. And treat my... Treat Dude. My, Did I tell you about that? We're not getting one. Treat my... Did I tell you about that? Hold on. No. Treat my Alexa with great respect so whenever the robot overlords take over, they're like, you know what? He was nice to me. We're going to enslave him instead of killing him off. So then I at least get to live a couple more years. Because once... Like on Rick and Morty. Right, exactly. You can be the the, the Morty with the the dogs that took over with their little mech suits. Yep. Getting all the the slave bitches. 100%. Because you were his pet. I will take that. (laughs) I, I will treat my Alexa with great respect. I say, computer, I'm going for the day. I'll see you later. And she's always responds in a nice way. And that's going to be our relationship. Because when that shit hits the fan, just remember me. Alexa's got your back. That Briar she took care of you. Always had to be nice to you. Briar, and she didn't like. She it. can treat me however the fuck she wants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just expect that bitch to get it back. But yeah, 
I, this one kind of goes back to your whole ghost thing that you did on the other podcast. Oh man. Did I tell you about my uh, my boss and his experience with Alexa? Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, man. So. I got to. No, I'm not going home tonight. We had a meeting. And uh, in our meeting, he was like, holy shit, dude. Uh, did I need to tell you guys what happened last night. And he said he was laying in bed, uh, almost asleep. And nothing, no TV was on, nothing. He was just in bed trying to go to sleep because we had an early meeting the next morning. And. His his Alexa or his Echo just started fucking blaring music, out of nowhere. Didn't have his phone on him, nothing. Just started blaring fucking music, and apparently I don't know this to be a fact because I don't have one. But you can go back and listen to voice recordings that you've talked to, like you've said to um, the Echo. Um, I'm not sure. He showed us. Like you can you can go back and see what was said like this was a recording no it's a, it doesn't ever do record i to my knowledge it doesn't you may do look recordings. that up because he had a recording like he went back in and he pulled it from the echo what was said right before the music started going okay so see just i'm showing them for an example you can see she keeps track of everything that was said so like when i said see you later she to hear, she repl- she shows in the app what well, she heard and what her response was, and it does keep a record of that. No, this was an actual like voice recording. Huh, I don't. I'm, I I, look, I mean, I look it up real quick while we're sitting here, because he pull he showed us or he like he didn't show us, but we he he bought it brought it up on his phone and let us listen to what was what happened right before it happened. But basically, I mean, you you can verify if he can if you can actually tap into that or not but he brought it in he showed us his phone and he was like listen to this and you can hear silence like just kind of like a staticky sound and you hear somebody say Alexa blah 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 and he was the only person he lives alone only person in the house he didn't say it and it was like it sounded like it was off in the distance but it said Alexa blah 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 like Alexa play blah 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 or it sounded like somebody said Alexa's name Followed by a command. You can. You can absolutely <laughs> access. So he did that, and it wasn't like, okay, you heard, put that up to the mic so just in case they didn't hear that. Okay, well, here's one where I tried to call you earlier. Computer, call GJ. Right. So you can hear what I how said close to you it. were to her. Right. This was like if somebody was like across the house and just said it in that same tone Hmm. and picked it up, blared music in the middle of the night when he was in bed halfway asleep. Man, that makes me not want to have mine anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The the idea that I can access nothing like he said he because he sleeps in complete silence. I I can't do that. I so he was everything was off. He said other than his ceiling fan, everything was off in the house, almost asleep, and then music from the other other room, mind you, not his room, living room started blaring. Hmm. Is that the only echo in his house? Yeah. Is it? In, it's in his room. In his living room. Okay, so the echoes in his living room. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know, man. And it didn't I, sound like him. 
and he said, and he doesn't live in like an apartment, so it couldn't have been somebody else talking to their echo with the silent of the night or anything like that and coming through another room. Like, you know how far away my house is than my neighbors. Right. It's about like that with his neighbors. Okay. So it's not somebody in the house. It wasn't somebody in the apartment above him or nothing, but it was just like straight up. You could hear it. Didn't sound it. It honestly sounded kind of dis like I'm not. I don't believe in ghosts per se, but it sounded oh, kind we know. of like I've a disembodied, disembodied uh, voice. Like it didn't sound like a person. It sounded like something saying Alexa, followed by I could. We couldn't understand what the words were afterwards, but music started. Hmm. I have had it play music randomly, but it. I chalked that up to here. I was listening to something. It's usually either what I asked it to play and stopped, or with my phone, because it links via Bluetooth, it'll just randomly get the idea. And it could be because I bumped my Apple Watch or hit play on my Apple Watch, but it'll just start playing. Well, now that you know you can listen to the voices, have you gone back and tried whenever it started playing music and look at it to see what the voice tag was? What do you mean? Like how you just got that recording? Have you thought about going back in those nights or days that it did randomly play music and listen? Because, I mean, for all I know, with how that thing's linked to the internet and everything and linked to Amazon's web or servers and everything, it could be fucking somebody at the fucking Amazon uh, server house saying it and picking this it up. This is weird because I don't remember saying this. Hang on. It says, Simon says top of the morning to you. I remember when I say good morning to my Alexa, what she does is she turns my lights on, she turns my fan off, so I'll get up and she jokingly says top of the morning to you. So I'm wondering what happened here. If it'll play. I'm trying to get it to play. This app is garbage, <coughs> by the way. The Alexa app is absolutely terrible. Huh. She didn't want to play it. Um, that actually, okay, here's a positive note that you can access the recordings. Somebody breaks in my house, bet your damn ass I'm going to say computer first. Because if I die, they have access to those recordings. She'll be listening to it. Yeah. And as long as there's audio and it's continuous, she doesn't stop listening until there's a pause and then she tries and processes what you're saying. Yeah. So. You bet your sweet ass there's something going on. I'm going to be like, computer, and then just start rambling so that way she's recording all the audio to go back on. I mean, that's pretty cool in my opinion. Yeah, I'm cool that you can access that. <coughs> that's nice. Then you could also find out if somebody's using your fucking Amazon yeah. <laughs> Echo. Um, I, I'm, I'm, now I'm curious. Now I'm looking back to see because i mean last night we were bullshitting with her playing jeopardy and everything like that so there's a lot of fucking stuff on here um um okay maybe that's a programming language for the simon says thing because there's one on here that says simon says nighty night so i'm wondering if that's just programming language like that's just what amazon labeled that chose it as yeah Yeah, because that that's part of my routine because you can set up routines like when you say a specific phrase she'll run through a set of commands and so i'm wondering if that's what they've 
codenamed those routines or codenamed them assignments as. Yeah. That could be what it is. Because it's, it's, it's doing something whenever you say that phrase. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. That could be what it is. But, yeah. man, that's that's interesting. It really is. We talked a lot. And if you haven't go, gone and listened, the ghost podcasts are currently the best ones out, in my opinion. They're the most listened to. They're the most positive feedback we've gotten. So definitely go check those out because they're fun. I mean, and they're not just random-ass ghost stories. These are personal experiences from the people who are on them. So it's just fun to dive into and listen to them, hear those stories, because it makes you think. Like, I know you personally don't believe in ghosts or supernatural or anything like that, but you've personally experienced some shit that you can't explain, too. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to hear it. Couldn't, couldn't Christina can't hear it. it. I, mean, I can't hear it. I'm fragile. I, I couldn't explain what it I was. I was tearing up when he was talking about that story that I've already heard that, like four times. Yeah, that that, ugh, that, that I can't made do me it. cringe a little bit, but Ignored. are you talking about the weird like? No, I'm just I'm talking about your your Alexa story you just told. Like that made you cringe? Yes. I I was I've not a fan of that it. because I own one of those things, but <coughs> like I heard it firsthand and I couldn't like it didn't sound like a person saying. I mean, it was a voice obviously, but it just. Now there it is, wasn't crisp like okay. a person. It sounded like somebody was forcing the words out. There is one thing. Are you tearing up again? Stop. <laughs> that, Christine, I'm going to ease your mind one thing. Okay, there's one feature on the Echoes that people, Amazon just recently, at, it's called Drop-In. And technically at any point, if you have somebody on your contact list and they have an Echo and they have the setting enabled, I could drop in basically intercom to your echo at any point and start talking to you through the echo but can uh, you command my echo i think so i could be wrong but i don't know because i've never actually tried he it out said, he said something about that so i'm wondering if it could just be a bug, a glitch in the software where somebody because i mean you got to imagine the millions of devices that have elect or alexa built into them like there's going to be an anomaly where something just doesn't go right and gets routed to his echo and something happens, you know, or the microphones on those things are so sensitive. I can talk to mine in the living room and mine's in my bedroom. I can, I, I literally said, computer, I'll see you later. And she turned my light off from the, in the living room because she hurt me. Like that, that's how insane those microphones are. Um, it does weird me out. I, I appreciate it. The light rings, I think, are the coolest thing on the top. The ring, the blue ring. But when you're talking, it lights up what microphone is picking up the audio from, which I think is pretty cool. Like, it shows you where it's getting your its audio and who's talking. And it'll change, too. So if I'm talking to it, the blue light will be towards me. And then if you start talking, it'll rotate back because it hears you. Like, I think, it's that, I think that's pretty cool. That's also, I've seen that being pretty freaky, too, because you can say, Alexa, and then all of a sudden... The microphone, nobody's talking, the microphone just moves to a different corner and it's picking up different audio. I don't know. Yeah. We live in such a weird frontier of this stuff, of this technology, that it's so hard to take it for what it's worth. I mean, it's hard to not take it for what it's worth because we have all these ambitions and ideas of what it could be. And since we're on the frontier of this technology and this, because we've never experienced anything like this in our lifetimes, like, 
we can chalk it up to ghosts, stuff we don't understand. But for me personally, I think there's so much going on that, yeah, there's going to be an anomaly. That's probably what happened. Um, speaking of, one of the coolest things the other that happened... Shit, was that this last week? The Falcon Heavy launch? Or was it the yeah, week I think before? it was like last week. Okay, well that was... Okay, so the week before recording this. Um, I asked my dad, because my dad's 60... And I asked him, I was like, Dad, when was the first time you remember seeing something and it hit you that you were witnessing history? And he mentioned um, the Apollo. When the Was it the Apollo, grabbing your space guy? Which Apollo blew up? None of the Apollos blew up. Which one blew up? Uh, whenever they were trying to get the first guy up into space. What was that one called? Do you remember? I thought it was Apollo. It wasn't Apollo. Um, we don't fucking know. Anyway. Uh, I know this, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. But three guys, they, it didn't blow up, but it burnt up uh, before they took off. Are you, are you talking about the one that blew up in the sky? Yes, that one. Um, there was two of them. One was in the 80s. And the one Challenger. Was, one was in the 80s and one was in like the... 86, it was the Challenger. Yeah. The second fatal disaster was the space shuttle program with the Challenger. The space shuttle Challenger. Uh, broke apart and killed seven other crew members after and then takeoff. There was one in two thousand something. Okay, yeah, two thousand three. Discovery. The Columbia. Columbia. That's right. Uh, Dad told me the first time he realized he was witnessing history was when he was at in middle school when that happened, or he was in school when that happened. And I don't know if it was middle school, but he was in school when that happened. He was watching it live on TV. I watched nine eleven live. That was my thing. Fact. I was young. I was fourth grade. Yeah, I wasn't. I was second or first grade. Yeah. I was first grade. So, fairly young. I remember not going to school that day. I didn't understand the severity of yeah, it. I didn't either. But, and even to this day, I can't really chuck that up as me witnessing history because I don't. I just remember being home. Yeah. I don't remember any of the details. I don't remember watching it on TV. I don't remember any of that. But. What I'm getting at is this Falcon Heavy launch that happened, even though it's been destroyed by the internet as a meme because he launched his um, fucking fake payload of his car. Dude, that could have been a fucking body. No, yeah, they were go. We're not gonna get into the conspiracy. Let me get to my point before you start diving <laughs> into that shit. Just think about that. Just a billionaire be like, "I need to get rid of this guy. Put him in the suit." I've always said if Elon, if we were ever going to have a world supervillain, it's going to be Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. You're not the only one that thinks that, too. I mean, like, so anyway, that was, it hit me the other day watching that. Like, I am witnessing history right now. Like, 40 years from now, people are going to look back at this historical launch. Um, and that's crazy to me. And it's also upsetting, Grevin, because I don't, I'm not going to see that. It's going to, that is going to outlive us. Like space travel and all that. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. We'll Cons be lucky to get flying cars and automatic drivers. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, the idea of being able to colonize another planet is, it's possible it's, it's been, not it's, it's been possible it's not in my lifetime and that's that's kind of it's depressing to me because i think that's fucking cool feasible right there's no reason to do it right that's why we haven't 
But that's that was what's cool. I thought back to the Falcon Heavy launch, and I was like, this is what they're going to teach in history whenever they get to that point, when they start colonizing other planets, and they start looking back at history, was like, okay, this was significant back in 2018 when they first launched uh, the heaviest payload at the time with reusable fuel cells. Like, that's the history part. It wasn't the heaviest payload. It just has the potential to... It was the heaviest opposed from the Saturn V. The Saturn V is the heaviest. It's the heaviest capable rocket. It wasn't the heaviest payload. It was a car. Well, they you know, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean it, it's the, the carrying it's the, heaviest, the, the payload capacity yeah, was the heaviest yeah. opposed from the Saturn V. Yeah, the Saturn V currently still has can carry. Well, at the time, it carried the heaviest payload, yeah. or it could carry the heaviest payload. Um, but it was the reusable rockets part. The fact that they can reuse those fuel cells, and they found a way to Two reuse of them. them. Two of them at the not, same time they the landed side by side. Third one. Ran out of fuel and crashed into the water <laughs> before it landed. I don't, think, I don't think it ran out of fuel. I think it just missed. Oh, did it? Yeah. I, I, I saw where somebody said it ran out of fuel. Uh, and... I th- whenever I was watching it, I think it just missed. Missed. But that's that's so fucking cool to me. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it was really neat to watch. I like how they were... The thing that cracked me up about the, the live stream of it is they were like, oh, yeah, that's two different That's two different views from the, from the rockets re-entering orbit and going to be land. It wasn't like they said it multiple times that it was like you're able to see both live feeds of both right it was the same one like i went back and watched it and oh, it was the, really? it was the same camera so one of the one of the cameras failed oh, but they okay. but they, they were still it. showing it and it was yeah. mirrored and they kept saying now just keep in mind this is this is the view from both rockets uh-huh. entering. and i was sitting there watching them like they're rotating the same. They're in, they got the same fucking. Ge- uh, geography. Hey, that's a weird cloud that's on both frames. They at have the same, the same geography and the same cloud formations in frame. Like Can unless we... they were like literally side by side, like almost touching. There was no way that was this. That was two different cameras. And then like it showed. Um, Can we talk about? Oh, go, go ahead. It was showing something that really that really told me it was uh, they were the same. Uh, oh, on the landing pad, they landed the on the exact same. When in the actual pad. footage, they didn't. Yeah, one exactly. Was one was a little behind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what threw it off. And everybody, I don't think anybody. I don't know if anybody's called it out. I'm sure somebody did, but it was the same camera. Can we just throw some awe real quick at the fact that they were able to live stream the camera that was on the car? Oh yeah, thousands of miles yeah. away. Yeah. In pretty much hd yeah like holy Technology's fuck crazy, dude man. that's so cool and i don't think people appreciate that because they expect it in this day and age but like holy shit that's a big fucking deal now just wait oh wait God, until five like the net the 5g network comes out on the cell phones oh it's gonna be insane. 5g is gonna unlock the world i know and it's, of possibilities I know, of it's what you unreal. can do like you're talking about wireless home internet, where you won't have a landline coming into your house and cable and, and coax. You're getting faster, and you're getting speeds, faster than speeds, landline. speeds than landline, or is. even current broadband. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'm I'm excited like about it. Driver driverless cars. Oh yeah. All about five G. If they, they have can to get be. if they can get five G rocking and rolling, that's when you'll really start seeing uh, driverless cars. That's a whole other topic. Data stream is the whole day. reason that kills driverless cars. Yeah, the lag, mm-hmm. and um, a big one right now that's 
been going on for a while, but it's going to blow up when 5G becomes mainstream, is telemedicine. Mm-hmm. You can have a doctor literally operate in from Germany here in the United States with zero lag, yeah. input lag. Yeah, with little robot arms. Yep. That's crazy. Star Wars. That's so fucking cool to me, too. But Christine's falling asleep. If you haven't noticed, she hasn't said anything in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to wrap up. I appreciate everybody who's listened so far. This was the first episode of Saturday Night Happy Hour. Thank you. Grevin was miming it to me because I forgot. Um, kudos to Grevin for the idea of the name. I really enjoy it. So if you like this, let me know. Um, be sure to go check out, like I said, go check out Basically Content Episode 8. Basically Content. And then Episode 9, More Ghosts. Um, be on the lookout for Episode... 11 to come out which will be i believe the second to the last part of the ghost stories section and i know people have been enjoying that because they've been the most listened to so spoiler alert i threw a ghost story out tonight yeah uh thanks for listening i almost said watching again like i always do thanks Thanks for for listening thanks for watching with your ears um grevin christina i had fun Christine is already bailing out. No fucks <laughs> given. Um, be on the lookout for this may become a regular thing. Who knows? Let us know what you think in the comments. Yeah, for real. Positive feedback, negative feedback, whatever feedback. Uh, bitch at me in the comments about my opinion. I couldn't care less. Or argue I'm, with me. Or argue with Grevin because he loves to argue. Anyway, bye.